George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income, tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. That's right. We're back here on the Prosper Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the show. Mark Killian, your co-host alongside George McReynolds, Wealth Manager-in-Chief, Tax Strategist over there at McReynolds Wealth Management. George, my friend, how are you doing this go-round? I'm doing fantastic, but I know just things are going to get better any day now. You know, that's such a good positive saying. I say that every week, I know, but it always tickles me when you do that. Uh, so we're looking forward to a good show today. I, I got to ask you about this where we kick things off. I don't know if you've ever seen this or not. I didn't even know this existed. I think maybe I'm upset because I didn't think of the idea because what a great business idea um, from a standpoint of probably being very profitable. However, not so great of a business idea from the fact that I can't believe we're doing this. But have you heard of this trend about wedding loans? There are now companies who work specifically with younger couples to loan them money for their wedding to pay for their wedding. And, and the rates are crazy. They're, they go up almost to 36%. Uh, depending on the applicant, of course. What's your thoughts about wedding loans? I think they're absolutely crazy. <laughs> and it's going to expedite the divorce because they're going to be arguing over money Over money, money. exactly. Yes. And there isn't going to be any money to split the divorce. So it's going to be a quick no-fault divorce. So <laughs> pay me now or pay me later, the Fram Oil Filter Man said. Uh, but if they can't afford the wedding, they certainly can't afford to get married. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, the number one thing that couples have a problem with in in, in marriage usually is money. And so you're going to start with this big thing over your head of having a wedding loan, and then possibly you're coming into it if it's a younger couple with student loans. And, you know, again, from a business idea, whoever these businesses are, I'm sure they're it's a cash cow. But at the same time, it just seems like um, whatever happened to saving, you know, like that's kind of my thought is like whatever happened to uh, uh, just trying to save up for things and so on and so forth. And if you, you want to think about saving, Check out our, our prior podcast last time. We talked about being good savers, so that's uh, something you can go check out. But anyway, thought that was interesting. Let's get into our main topic this week, George, and that is uh, actually what would possibly the next market crash or downturn or whatever the case look like. Some people do think we're on the cusp of one. You know, we hear it all the time. It's constantly being brought up, all recessions looming, so on and so forth, inverted yield curve this, so on and so forth, that. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's inevitable that people ask you this, and I'm sure you get this often when you're talking to folks since you're a financial advisor and wealth manager and tax strategist. How do you respond when people say, well, when's the next downturn? Soon. <laughs> uh, I know what it's going to look like. I don't know when it's going to happen. But it's important to keep in mind something that Peter Lynch, the legendary Magellan fund manager, said. He wrote several bestsellers, including One Up on Wall Street. He says, more money is lost preparing for market corrections than is actually lost in a market correction. Well, that's interesting. So you do expect a, a downturn whenever it may come. Do you think it might be as severe as the one we saw you know, 10, 11 years ago? One of the things that got me to transition out of 
banking and into wealth management was when I came across the work of Harry Dent and it, how demographics affect the economy and stock market. And uh, that's when I went back to school in 94 uh, for two years to get my uh, my CFP. And then uh, when I got that, I, I went to work for Leg Mason. And uh, I really followed this and it's really been a good direction for what's happening in the economy. That the uh, consumers, people make up two thirds of what happens in the economy. And except in a few times when the Federal Reserve has taken over, it's given us a good indicator on what's going on in the economy. So what I, we saw the birth rate peaked in 1957. We also saw the stock market peaked in 2007. We saw the birth rate bottom in 1932. And we saw the stock market adjusted for inflation bottomed in 1982, the Reagan recession. And we've recently seen that the market and the economy have turned up, and that corresponds to what happened in the uh, 60s. And then there's a little spur that peaks in 1971. So just looking at the demographics, plus or minus 2021, we should see a disruption in the economy. And it will look very similar to the financial crisis of 2008, only it'll happen much faster and it could be at least as severe and maybe worse. Wow. So that's my guess, just looking at that. Now, that's not the only thing that can cause a recession, and it's not the only thing that can prolong a recession. The Federal Reserve had a, a good hand in what happened in 2008 and 9, as well as the Treasury with their low dollar policy. One of the things I, I really want to be quoted for, especially in my next book, is nothing happens suddenly unless you're not paying attention. Nothing happens suddenly unless you're not paying attention. And that's why we keep on track of what's happening in the different parts of the stock market, different parts of the bond market. And we, we look at that information on a daily basis and we look at the trend. And for the most part, we adjust most of our portfolios on a quarterly basis based on where the current market is. So we don't wait and we don't ask our clients to buy in hope to just hold on until the storm passes. We make adjustments as we see the trend changing. And if you think of the top of the ocean where things are really chaotic during a storm and it's the wind and the sun and the moon that's determining the temperature and direction. But if you drop down 100 feet, it's nice and calm and peaceful. And it's the current that determines the temperature and the direction. And that's what we believe we're tapping into is the current. It's what's the current trend, that there's smart money out there and the smart money moves first. And we just follow what they're doing and we see that reflected in, in the price. There's wisdom in the pricing of the market. Very interesting. Uh, well, you know, and I think that's a good point to make, and that's one of the reasons. I mean, you've been doing this for many, many years, so you know, we always say that um, as we're doing this show, that if you hear something interesting or it piques your interest, have a conversation with George. Obviously, before you take any action, and you can always reach out to him uh, through the website. You can go check out prosperpodcast.com. That's prosperpodcast.com. You can also call him at two one five six nine nine. 1050, 215-699-1050. So when people are worried like they do, they start getting upset and they start thinking if things are going to happen, does it make sense for these people who make these comments about pulling their money out of the market and waiting until they feel better about it? You told me a story one time about a guy called Mr. Canary. You named him that or whatever. Kind of reminds me of that. Like you're basically trying to figure out when you should pull it out, when you should put it back. And that just seems like that's impossible to do. 
Well, Mr. Canary, the canary in the coal mine, got it right perfectly, Okay. except he did the wrong thing. <laughs> he jumped in at the top of the market and jumped out or bailed out at the very bottom. He missed the bottom by one day. He called me and said, sell everything on Friday. And on Monday, we hit the bottom and bounced right back up. Interesting. So it's not a good idea to just try to, for people who want to just pull it out and say, well, I'll just wait. Uh, until things calm down like that's that doesn't work either because the market's always going to be up and down right yeah they say it climbs a wall of worries and uh, there's always bad news when it's moving up it's always they're always euphoric with the market at the very top and at the same time that's the, ma- the point of maximum pessimism is the is the point of the bottom in the market or the economy yeah when everyone is given up there's only buyers left in the market when everyone else has given up very good points. That's for sure. Well, okay. So, George, how do you protect your clients then from potential? If if you feel as though one is soon, again, who knows when soon is, but uh, and everything that goes up must come down, and all those cliches, right? There's. I, I was joking the other day, and since you're in the Philly area, uh, this makes perfect sense to talk about. But I was saying that this market, the last, not even just the full ten years, the last maybe two, three years, this thing is like it's like Rocky in a Rocky movie. Every time you think it's down, it's been beat down. It gets back up again. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down. Rocky and comes is up. a perfect analogy for everything in life. Mark. That's right. So, how do you go about protecting clients who are worried about a downturn uh, with their investments? Well, the, the simplest thing is we diversify their money a number of ways, but according to safety, growth, and income. And we also look at for some clients creating guaranteed or insured sources of income. And when we do a financial plan, every single plan gets tested a number of ways. Number of ways. One is what we call the bear market test. How would the plan have survived the worst bear market? Would it still work? And then generally we simulate 30 to 40,000 years of investing to see the percentage probability of success of a plan. And that's what drives me for recommending different decisions for client is what's the probability of success of those 30 or 40,000 years of analysis. Hmm. Wow. That's a lot of analysis. <laughs> yeah. So why do so many people then George fall into the two extremes, right? We tend to have, when people start getting worried about the volatility, they're either all wanting to jump out and sit in cash or they're all, you know, at too high a risk. There's, those are not the only two options. There has to be more options, obviously. Right. And the, the first thing or most important thing is to turn off the financial news. Yeah, there you go. Uh, just like the uh, the weather channel has your attention when there's a big snowstorm coming or a hurricane, the financial news hypes the financial news to get you to tune in. They're paid according to the number of viewers. And if they get you concerned, if they get you rattled, you'll tune in longer. They will make more money. So turn off the financial news and talk to a good financial advisor. We keep in very good touch with our clients uh, personally, and then we have a number of other ways to keep them informed of what's going on. And we're getting even better with that, with the podcast, with some video, a number of other options that we have, of course, with our website. So you need that calming voice when things are going on. And we look at history. We, uh, When the market crashed in 2008, we had dinners for our clients where we served filet mignon and lobster tail. We told them to bring a friend. And I wanted them to see that I wasn't afraid of getting through it, that the smart thing to do in the past was always to go in more. And I invested in my business and invested in my clients and it worked out up to that point. 2009 then was the best year I ever had in the business. Hmm. And, And I still don't believe in that. But investors results are normally how well they handle the market drops. 
not what the market does, not what the president does, not what Congress does, but what they do when the market goes down. And, and there's so much emphasis in this practice to measuring that point of panic and make sure that we design a portfolio so that they don't hit that. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I, I was doing a show with someone uh, yesterday, I think, and an, an email that had come in was saying, that basically we're putting them in a hot seat and saying, hey, who do you think I should vote for once we have some final candidates that's going to do the best for me financially? And it was like, well, first of all, that's just a loaded question. But second of all, it shouldn't really matter because you're going to go through more than just one administration through retirement anyway. So you should really be working and having a plan put together that will do well for you, you know, that's going to do the things to try to accomplish the things that you're trying to accomplish, regardless of a lot of outside stimuli. I mean, that's the whole point of putting a strong plan together. And that's what George does every day. So again, if you got questions or concerns, call him at 215-699-1050, 215-699-1050. George is a wealth manager and chief tax strategist at McReynolds Wealth Management, serving you here in the southeastern Philly area. And, of course, go to prosperpodcast.com and check us out there as well. Well, let's take an email question that has come into the uh, podcast site, and it's from Lonnie. Lonnie's over in Horsham, and he says, George, I've been planning to sell some investment property to do some other investing with that money in retirement, but I just discovered how much I'm going to owe on taxes because of the increase in the property value since I bought it. So now I'm stumped. Should I just hang on to it? Well, my Uncle Joe had two great sayings. One was, it's not what you make, it's what you keep that counts. Yep. But he also said, don't lose money to save on taxes. So if this is the peak property value, then you need to take advantage of it somehow. Look into an installment sale. And with an installment sale, that will allow you to spread the taxes over time. Well, thanks so much for the question. We appreciate you sending that in. As always, feel free to send us an email at prosperpodcast.com. That is prosperpodcast.com. All right, well, I'm going to finish this off this week with just a little something fun, a little getting to know you, just to do something a little bit different. What's a topic that you wish you knew more about, George? Well, I'm always trying to become a better chef. Uh, I've got a lot of cooking classes, but I'd really wish I was even better. I really wish I knew more about cooking. There you go. That's pretty cool. I enjoy it from time. My wife gets excited when I cook. I don't do it very often, but because when I do, I try to like go all hog wild. I think I'm Bobby Flay or something all of a sudden whenever, <laughs> whenever I try to cook. So I, I'd like to do a little bit more learning on that myself. All right. Well, there you go. Well, that's our podcast for this week, folks. So let me give you a little bit of information again as we wrap up. Uh, go check out George again online at prosperpodcast.com. That is prosperpodcast.com. Com. We've got this cool little website there set up for you. Um, right there at the top, you can do a, a schedule a consultation. You can click on the podcast page. It's there, over there on the right. You can learn more about his services, his process, lots of different things that you can do through that website. And of course, like I said, you can always subscribe to the show. You can always share that with other folks. And, uh, and we certainly would appreciate that. And then of course, if you do have questions, you need some immediate conversation, give George a call, get on the calendar and have a consultation. 215-699-1050. That's 215-699-1050. George, my friend, have yourself a great week. I'm going to let you go this time and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Mark. It was great talking with you. Absolutely. You, you as well. And hope everybody out there has a great week. And uh, and just think about Rocky. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a perfect analogy for what, how the market's been lately. Uh, we think it's uh, we think it's beaten down and it's finally going to fall and it gets right back up again before the uh, 10 count. So we'll continue to watch and see if this continues to happen that way. But we'll see you next time here on the Prosper Podcast.
George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income, tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.